0: Welcome to The Inevitable. This is Motor Trend's new podcast about the future of the automobile. I am Johnny Lieberman, the Senior Features Editor at Motor Trend, and I am joined every week by my co-host, Mr. Ed Lowe. That's me. I'm the head of editorial for Motor Trend, and boy, do we have an amazing list of guests that we're going to be chatting with. We've got the godfather of the environmental movement, Ed Bagley Jr. Derek Jenkins, a whole bunch of actors, celebrities, car crazy folks, people from in and outside the industry. Industry. can't wait for you to join us we're talking about the future of the car this means everything from electrified vehicles to cars that drive themselves come check us out we're on podcast one.com or anywhere else you find your favorite podcast we're also on motortrend.com and youtube.com motortrend well in this show we'll uh, get into the upcoming velocity race and uh, the trials and tribulations of the truck the dually, the five-speed and uh, and some uh, hot Acura Integra yeah, talk. Yeah, a little Integra talk. And uh, talk about uh, towing and EV and range and infrastructure. First, there's GEICO. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know it's easy? Bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners' or renters' insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on that. It's CarCast. Matt Pearl, it's Matt, the motorator, DeAndrea, over there. What's going on in Hello. the car world? Are you? good
1: uh you know there's a a bunch of things coming on we're going to be getting into the sema show we got the velocity race this coming up coming up soon next weekend Mm -hmm. um uh there was uh you know detroit auto show which eh, i don't know if it was that exciting (laughs) yeah um la auto show is going to be coming up pri is going to be coming up uh uh, we've got a few things on the on the docket, right? So I think the first thing for us is the velocity invitational, which we haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. That's going to come up next weekend. If you mm-hmm. if you forgot already, because things have been hectic around here, moving,
0: moving yeah. stuff around. <laughs> yeah, stuff stuff has really been uh, hectic around here, and uh, you know the car that I'm taking over there is a different drummer five ten, right? Which is uh, a great. Great little car. Should be ready to go? Like should, uh, yeah, yeah, we did the... Um, yeah, so that car... Uh, for, for those of you who are into the 510s, there's uh, Comp 1 or Comp 2 or Comp... I know there's too many transmission variables. But when that car was rebuilt by our friend Jim, um, he... It was Jim, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jim. Nice guy. Um, and And... So there was a little uh, scuttlebutt, which was um, Jim Frulla. Yeah. Um, he he did a real nice job on that car. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And, um, but he never talked to me about what tranny you want to run in it because uh, you don't want to run the one that I ran in. The one that I ran in is the reverse. I, I don't like you Call me old fashioned. First gear is just forward and then you grab second gear. Yeah. You, you know, I, it's, it's, you know, you drive at Laguna Seca, you come down to the, uh, you know, first or not turn 11 at the beginning of the straightaway and you want to just drop it into first gear and then get on it and then grab second. It's it's yeah. always weird pulling it down into first and then pushing it back into second and then you always grab the wrong right. gear and blah, right. blah, blah. So but, you're saying
1: the reverse is normally where first would be
0: yeah, and I, second gear normally would be because I, I, I just I drove this
1: car here. I drove the Attack here at in Tegra with a manual. And mm-hmm. it's, you know it's one two three four i i for the up, for the
0: life of me and 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 somebody will tell us why we're wrong but i and there's newman cars that are this way and and big turbo cars that are this way i for the life of me can we just make first gear forward and second yeah. gear back it's it's how we all grew up it's what we know yeah and god forbid you climb from one car to the next and now it's reversed you know and it, it's just a pain in the fucking ass yeah and what you end up doing is you end up thinking about it a lot throughout the course that that's all you think about you you, i put my little pattern cheat sheet on the dash and i just stare at it Mm -hmm. i'm no longer racing anymore i'm just staring at home (laughs) like just don't break the transmission trying to grab the right gear. so not only is this one in reverse order but it's the tranny where second and third are the same gear And so, or third and fourth, yeah, it's second and third are are the same gear. It's a second and third are 400 RPMs off. Yeah. So you, you, you grab second and you think, you think you've grabbed the wrong gear, uh, as you go into third, because it feels the same as second. Right. But your brain can't really figure it out. Like if I grabbed first gear, then, then the, transmission would blow up if i if i grab fourth gear fifth or if i grab fifth gear It'd it'd be bogging yeah so let's see first down second up and then you grab third back down back down but you think let's see fourth up and i guess let's see well sorry first down second up third down fourth up fifth down okay your brain is saying either I grab first or fifth because th- nothing has changed. But then the next thought is, is, well, if I grabbed first, it, it explode. And if I grab fifth, I'd be bogging. So what happened? Well, what yeah. happened is, is somebody invented a transmission that was 400 RPMs off second to third. And I've talked to people about it, like John Morton and guys like that. And they're just like, I don't really know why why that exists. <laughs> the, I, I, the speculation is, oh, it worked well on this one track that had a necessity for that sort of thing. Yeah, but some track you never race. In. Ev- everyone just goes, it's kind of confusing, and we hate that transmission. And so my thing was is, geez, I wish Jim and I had had a conversation about putting that transmission into the car because I would have said – let's go another direction now the yeah the comp twos are hard to find they're making a re, they make repops or something they're really expensive and i'm saying comp 2 i may even be incorrect about that but there is a transmission that all the 510 guys run so um secondly i got the car with uh just sort of open stacks on the yeah. on the thing and so i then um Thought, well, I guess I don't want to run open stacks and maybe we'll run screens. And then somebody's like, you put screens on there and you cut down 20% airflow or something. And it's like, really? I can see right through it. And it's like, yeah, it does. You know. So I'm like, all right, well, let's get one of those foam half weenie <laughs> right, ones yeah. that they make for aviation that everyone uses. And uh, I told Sean, put that on. So you have to take the backer plate, the aluminum backer plate. Yeah. That's a solid mount. I guess you take the trumpets off solid mount that to the to the uh to
1: the manifold the intake uh
0: manifold. no to the carburetors
1: oh that's right it's all right the and then the you
0: carburetor. put the trumpets back on okay. i think that's how that goes so sean does a nice job of doing what he does with that and then we mount the thing up and then we go to the race and then the thing doesn't run right and uh then we start blaming jim <laughs> and we find some wire that's loose for the fuel pump and there's a lot of fuel pump talk and so And then, uh, God bless him, uh, Les kind of comes by and goes, like, eh, there should be a hole in this thing for the recirc or the intake or just yeah. a quarter-inch hole in the backing plate that lines up with some hole that's in the carburetor that's now being covered that Sean never matched up. And uh, yeah. So I sort of recall, we kind of go, all right, Les, fine, but uh, the men are making the decisions here, you know. <laughs> so take your beer somewhere else. Yeah, it scoots away. And out. then we go out and we – doesn 't run right again, and then we kind of doesn 't run right again, and then uh, somebody figures out we after blaming Jim <laughs> and making fun of Les, that that hole is kind of necessary, yeah, so uh, we drill it at the track, and um, we, we pulled the plate off, you could see the hole that he was talking about that got covered mm-hmm. yeah now you know to be fair to sean it 's not his field of expertise that 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 type of intake and mm-hmm. so and so forth anyway. He's a Mopar guy. Um, then we drill it, then go out and have a pretty good session. Like run like a 146, nine, 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 yeah. nine or something. But you know, one forty six on that track and a five ten is is you know, it's respectable. Um but then it's kind of like I, I didn't get any practice in the car because we kept going out and it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't running right. And then uh, the next thing was is people are like, oh, 146 with that transmission, that weirdo transmission. Mm-hmm. You could probably shave a second if we got the Comp 2 in there. So uh, when we got back, the Comp 2s are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And so I said, um, I think we have one in the 610 which I'm not really driving right now. right? So uh, Sean was instructed to drop the tranny in the 610, swap it out with the different drummer 510, get the right tranny in there. I think, I don't know, if he resurfaced the flywheel and put a new clutch in or whatever he did. So apparently now the different drummer 510 is ready to go. With the hole in the backing plate and the uh and the comp tranny in there. Did
1: you drive it around the neighborhood?
0: No. It, it's Did it's, Sean it's, drive it's, it
1: around? Sean must have drove it around the neighborhood?
0: I I said to Sean, uh, is it good to go? And he said, Yeah. And then he I don't think he fired it. I think he drive and now it's buried in this warehouse.
1: But it somebody drove it to this warehouse.
0: Um <laughs> Not necessarily. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Because the battery was dead, and I tried to fire it in sort of the the middle of the chaos of moving out of the warehouse. And it was just executive decisions had to be made, which was let's not futz around with trying to fire this thing. Just hook up the tow line to the uh, forklift, and let's just drag it 100 yards and stuff it it over here. Okay. So... um, We must unstuff it, yeah. and extract it and fire it up. Um, I haven't. Sean is running around on a forklift somewhere right now. He's, he's driving. Been,
1: the, he's been doing that for
0: four weeks. He's driving the forklift <laughs> home at this point. So I don't want to go. Hey, Sean, you know, get off that forklift and go dig that car out and let's fire it up. Like, I, it's going to be tough. That's going to be
1: tough. Actually, now that we look at the parking lot out front, which is this sort of. Uh,
0: Temporary staging, staging, staging area. Zone. Yes,
1: uh, getting digging that car out of this yeah, spot is yes. going to it's, it's gonna we, take a we will have
0: our work cut out for us.
1: Um, but Sean's pretty good about scooping up cars completely with the forklift and moving them
0: around. He's, he's got the extenders on the forks. and he's got the old school
1: super heavy forklift. That yeah.
0: So look, uh, the, the point is is moves must be made
1: yes it was um, most
0: and and soon and then also i haven't even talked to sean about going out there i mean you and i may be just driving that dually with a trailer behind it i don't uh, know
1: yeah i don't know i don't know what his plan is but uh i guess we should ask him <laughs> if he wants. <laughs> i know i just he's gonna go to the event oh by the way i well, yeah what happened to the dually because we went to monterey we came back we got busy there was a move I assume you got it out of jail.
0: Yeah, it got out of jail after much. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, with the notaries and, yeah, you know, just, and problems and dates not on the notarized paper. And it, it, it was this all big fucking pain in the ass. But
1: you were able to, like, when he got it figured out, you were able to just call them and say, I'm me. I'm sending someone. They weren't like.
0: No. No, you need a notary note that says this person is. But picking you didn't up have to car. go up there. You no, I did not. I did not have to go there. It was still a clusterfuck because uh, the notary. Uh, I kept saying, "What is this piece of paper that, if if, if I get my, uh, let's put it to you, if you get your lightning impounded, mm-hmm. and you want me to pick it up." Uh, I'm not you. So, so I, like a power of attorney. We need a piece of paper that's notarized that said, I am notarized, you know, yeah, you're, to, you're to now act on your behalf. I'm authorized on, on your behalf to go pick it up. And I, I, but evidently this piece of paper doesn't exist. So I kept saying, what is this form that we need? I. It, it, it seems like a pretty common thing. Yeah. not Not abundantly common, but... There's got to be, like, a lot of cars. Like a release form. You
1: download a PDF from a DMV website or some some legal website. Some
0: rapper gets his Ferrari towed. He's (laughs) sending his his, his lieutenant in to go pick it up. There just has to be a form that gets notarized that says this person has been deputized to go pick it up. I I kept asking what this form is, and uh, there was no no form. (laughs) Or or no one could... What I do is I see problems coming down the road, and nobody can answer the question as to what is this thing. So uh, then the notary came out and did a thing that said, you know, I, Adam Carolla, blah, blah, blah. She wrote a letter. Yes. And then signed it and notarized it and sent it with Sean, except for it didn't have Sean's name on it. So then Sean got to the, you know, I just said to the notary, look, just draft something up that he this and they did but no sean name so Mm. um then sean got there to pick it up presented the thing and they're like no no name (laughs) so uh then the notary had to be called back and then they had to draft something up and then i we had to you know take it and then photograph it or something and send it to sean or whatever it was but uh, either way, you know, pain in the ass. <laughs> but <laughs> Sounds like it went smoothly. The car's... Uh, <laughs> so we got the dually. We got the dually, and then we started doing the move with the dually, yeah. and some diode in the ignition immediately fried, yeah. and the dually was rendered inoperable. So then the dually work started.
1: Uh, it, it's, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how this stuff kind of happens. It's like... You run into some 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 shit luck on something, and then you realize how this bad luck theme starts to—I don't know—just starts to grow for like a like a month or two. It just sort of snowballs. It's just like this thing and this thing and this thing. You things
0: things have—I I like to put it to you this way: like things have a sort of trajectory to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just sort of study the trajectory. E- events, things, um, um like I, you know, everyone has or has known or went to high school with or has the family member uh who's the ne'er do well. You know, and the ne'er do well does that thing where they call? I oh, mean, I got fired from my job. Can I hit you up for just a loan, just to kind of bridge bridge it to the next yeah. you know payday or whatever? And you're off and running. That that trajectory doesn't work. Where that person then gets back to you in three weeks and goes, "I paid you back in full plus five percent interest." No, no, there'll be another phone call at some other point, and they'll be talking about. My tools got stolen, yeah. or my truck got repossessed, or whatever. Could you hit me with this? And, and at some point, the person gets a DUI, and at some point, they're on your sofa. Yeah. You know, but but there is, it started with a, you know, hey, man, I just need 400 bucks to blah, blah, blah. I'll get it back in two weeks. But it has a sort of trajectory mm-hmm. to it. And, uh, I've told Dr. Drew that's what the vaccine, the COVID vaccine had a has a trajectory. Yeah. It it started off with miracle drug, get this, turn the page, done. And that went to it's an epidemic of the unvaccinated. Then it went to, well, you're still going to need a booster shot. Mm-hmm. Then it went to, well, you can you can get COVID, but you can't spread COVID. Then it came to we well, need the booster shot and you can get COVID and you can spread COVID, but it's not as severe. And <laughs> then it goes to now kids are having heart attacks from it. Like yeah. it, it's a trajectory. It's go- and by the way, we're not done with it. It'll keep right. it'll, it'll yeah. keep going. We'll get into excess mortalities and deaths from people who were vaccinated. It'll if you step back and watch it, and yes, things vaccines, brothers-in-law, like, they have a trajectory. This truck, you know, and by the way, it always starts off with, like, a coin toss. Like, Sean gets pulled over for expired tabs, and the guy could have went, here's a fix-it ticket. Right. But no, no, no. It's getting impounded. And now we're off and running. Now the place isn't open on the weekend, and 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 now blah, blah, blah. And you're
1: right. It just keeps... Amplifying just this snowball effect. And I don't know why it happens sort of like in kind of in this wave, like the, what's going on yes. in the cosmos,
0: right? Like It's like every time you buy a used car, the battery takes a shit within the first two weeks or <laughs> right. or the voltage regulator or something. Every time you buy a new house – that comes with a washer and dryer. The washer, dryer, and/or water heater will take a shit in the first two weeks. Like you're like like it, and it's something. And sometimes... like you see it in nine months, but it's literally <laughs> week when they, you get the keys. <laughs> the at some point the yeah. water heater just takes a shit like day one.
1: Yeah, and and I guess it's weird. In some of those scenarios, it's like now you've got this big complex machine—a car, a house, whatever—and. Something the weakest link is going to break, and then when you fix it, it becomes the strongest link, and now right. it pushes other weak links. Yes. You know, yes. But uh, yeah, just I what goes on in the cosmos? How this shit sort of snowballs? You know, for for yeah. Us.
0: So we get the truck back. We don't use the truck, but now we need it to move, and yeah. the whatever diode in the ignition immediately takes a shit so now. But good, it didn't take a shit in the impound lot. Yeah. You know, yeah, and also, or, you know,
1: at the gas station over by Anderson's split piece suit, yeah, you know, like that's you know, and now
0: he's taking it apart in a parking lot. The truck Arco. is, I mean, look, uh, pound, pound for pound, <laughs> you're not going to get any more for 23,000 bucks, yeah. I mean, I bought that truck seven years ago for 23,000, dollars it had. 35,000 miles on it. You know, I I, I don't – we've talked about it many times. I don't don't get why people pay 80 grand for a new loaded dually. Like find one that's four years old and get it for 32 or something. I don't know in today's market. But um, back then, you know, look new, seem nice, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now that truck is – I don't know if that thing's a 2009 or something like that. But it's uh, – it's starting to get a little long in the tooth. It's it's been all over. I
1: think I think Tom drove it across the country, right? With the trailer and got all the Bob Sharp stuff. Yeah, we've we've used like it's been it's it's been used and banged up and
0: In the Yeah, and the mm-hmm. thing about uh, the the is the old school ones look pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they look fine. maybe preferable to the rear rounded dually fender that uh, you see with the new Fords. I saw a uh, black Ford Lightning Uh traveling down the highway, by the way. So you and some other guy near Utah are the only two people (laughs) I've ever seen driving that (laughs) car uh, on the road. But, uh, yeah, so now you kind of go, well, does that car have 100,000 miles on it now, the Dually? And, like, what's next? And uh, we're going to have to kind of figure it out.
1: Yeah, I – I don't know. Maybe more than a hundred thousand miles on it, but uh, you know, it's it's done a lot. It's gone a lot.
0: Hey, your lightning F one fifty can tow, man.
1: It it can tow. It wouldn't make it to Monterey, but uh, there was that it, was. A it big would thing. tow.
0: It could tow about two hundred forty miles. You think? I mean, of the range is yeah, close to three hundred. It's
1: it's depending on how much you tow. Uh, Because we were just talking to Alistair from Edmunds about us, he did this tow test. It's about a three hundred mile range for the truck. They towed a car trailer with a Tesla, and you know, at the end, they got like one hundred and eighty miles out of it. Um, And they so it's
0: decreased that much.
1: Yes, Uh, and they said, well, that we felt like that was kind of better than we we thought. And after doing the math and talking the Ford, and they were like because you towed a really aerodynamic car behind you the tesla like if you were towing like a u-haul trailer now the te- the tesla by the way with the trailer and everything that's like 67 6800 pounds it's a little mm-hmm. on the heavy side mm-hmm. compared to like the race car and whatever um, but i would say uh depending on kind of what you're towing a lot of things aerodynamics and weight come into factor but let's say a car race car and a trailer you're going to be about one. Fifty to one ninety miles range on that so, so around then, town it's going to be fine going from shop to shop across town, you know that kind of stuff, but uh it'd be it'd be tough to get it
0: so then one one would say, all right, if one needed to use the lightning to tow the arrow vault with the five ten in it, although you know the five tens nineteen hundred pounds and yeah. the air vaults nothing and Got good arrow. I mean, you're yeah. probably all in at three thousand pounds with good arrow. Whatever, or I don't know what the arrow vault weighs. I don't find yeah. out what the arrow vault weigh. I, I I didn't. Yeah, but I, have I a guess. I, but you're 1, right. Hundred pounds.
1: Maybe maybe it's even if it was four thousand pounds total, you're 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 still way less than even what Edmonds tested at. You and know, you got 6, the arrow eight hundred pounds, in the arrow. The so aero, then,
0: then the real question is is and I guess this is sort of the future, but I don't know if it exists today. Is there some twenty three hundred and forty pounds? Chris says off the top of his yeah. head. Um, so you're all in it for forty five hundred pounds. Um, the question then is, is: Is there some Ford fast charging station between here and Laguna Seca? Right. So
1: this this was this what and. This is where Edmund's article sort of took a turn. They wanted to tow, uh, you know, diesel truck versus gas versus hybrid truck versus electric. Uh, they 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 all had the same trailer. They all had the same uh, Model Three, and then they weighed it and they added like a little ballast here and there to make sure everything was the same. And then the article took a turn, not because of the range of towing it was the shit infrastructure they had to unhook the trailer to get the the truck into a parking spot for you can t- where you can charge it and then you got to go back you got to hook it up and then one of the chargers didn't work so they unhooked the trailer pulled it into a charge station that one was broken go mm-hmm. back hook up the trailer and and do it so the point of their story was they did the same 215 mile loop through the Mojave desert and here and this and that equal the lightning took four hours longer than anything else because what of the shit in tr- infrastructure of trying to anything get anything else.
0: Meaning, a they, because diesel?
1: the diesel truck, the gas engine truck, uh-huh. whatever, right? Right. They they did all this. The metrics on the efficiency and you know whatever, um, but it was it just became too complicated. It goes back to the con- the conversation of infrastructure. Mm-hmm. It was too complicated to charge this vehicle especially with a trailer behind it. Right. Like the inconsistency on finding a charger that works, right? Your phone may say there's five charging stations, it may say three are unused, but it could be because three are broken. Right. Right. And then unhooking and hooking the trailer and doing that whole thing. It just wasn't an efficient way of doing it. But we had these conversations as well. It's like you get yourself, you know, the the Tesla, you don't have to buy the You know, you get the midway battery, the 200-mile range, you drive it around town, and then when you need to go do a gig in Vegas, you know, you rent a Tahoe or you get something nice or take another car. Like, that's – I feel like that's kind of still where we are. Tesla's a much better infrastructure, although I still think in many of those charge stations, you have to unhook a trailer to charge your vehicle. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't – yeah, it's just not quite there yet for, for that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a safe way, especially in California. I don't know what – I mean you'd think California would be on the vanguard of this stuff and they're probably doing better than Nebraska. But on the other hand, our electrical grid is for shit out here. So I don't know it is. what state – I mean maybe New York, maybe Massachusetts, some place like that.
1: Yeah, I – I don't know if it's a state thing because we were trying to pick this apart. We were saying that there isn't there isn't one big company or something happening to to make this charge network this infrastructure work. It works for uh, Tesla because Tesla built their own for their customers, right. and what I'm saying is gas stations, they're franchise, uh, so it's tough to sort of force people to do anything but where's where's the Chevron and the shell and the 76 reaching out to all of their franchisees and going we've now come up with a package that you can buy or finance to retrofit your gas station you can add chargers we'll put solar panels up and you know and now there you still have your store and you're selling you know red Bulls and you know like and stuff instead of us pulling into a target or or, or finding some parking lot with a bunch of carports with charging right. stations. Like, right. where's with all these like startup EV charging station companies? Like, where's the Chevron and the Shell? How come they're not going? By the way, aren't the franchisees going? Hey, we're starting to see Gavin Newsom. No more gas engine cars after twenty thirty five. What's going to happen to my business? Right. 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 And then, so uh, where's the, the Chevron going? Hey, we, you know, we got you the mobile going, oh, we've got a package. This is the cost. You can get if you know, phase two chargers, phase three chargers, you can decide. And, you know, here's some requirements that you would have. Here's some solar panels we can put up on the top of your building. And here's the package and we'll make it affordable. We'll finance it over time. And it'll pay it for itself. Right. Like, but then you've got this massive oil companies going, hey, we we can do it. And then we start thinking, oh, If we could start pulling into a shell or a mobile station and hit that, you know, that fast charger and get, you know, top myself off, get, you know, 150 miles of range in 30 minutes or something like Mm -hmm. while I'm hanging out, getting a coffee in the in the AM PM or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, it's I think the problem is the sexy part is we all need solar panels on our house and we all need to drive an EV vehicle. That's the sexy part. The infrastructure part is the nuts and bolts, not very flashy. It's kind of like anyone who runs a business, you know, and they think they want to run a business. Like your couple of wives get together and they go, we're going to open a spa. You know what I mean? And and the best part of that – business for them is when they're out candle shopping and decorating and spitballing with the name of the spa and looking for a logo and graphics and blah, blah, blah. Then you get into mailing lists and early morning whatever's and, uh, you know, dealing with rent and landlords and maintenance and stuff and, inventory and stuff and you know workers comp and shit like and that's all just blah like ah fuck that like i i don't want to do that yeah and you know i don't in in every business is that way you know people think Oh, you know, being an author or being a celebrity or being a something or having your own booze brand or something like that. Yeah, that the, the red carpet's fun and the step and repeat is cool. And you know, when the documentary's finished, you have the opening and you have the step and repeat and stuff. But 96% of the documentaries, you're just sitting in a windowless bay looking at yeah. archival shit. Arguing with attorneys about clearing. That's it. Making
1: calls all the time. Making calls to to attorneys,
0: trying to license shit, sitting in some bay doing color correction and sound mix that never ends. You know, it's the most monotonous, boring shit in the world. And the politicians are like the dumb wives who want to start a spa. They want the (laughs) candle shopping part. They don't realize that now. You, you know, Gavin Newsom, you make the declaration, you know, no more gas-powered cars or trucks by 2000. We'll do a photo op in front of a Tesla. That'll be awesome. But the nuts and the bolts are now we need the infrastructure, and it's like, ah, that sounds like a lot of paperwork. I don't want to get into that. So that's essentially what we have.
1: And and it's funny, because this is definitely the cart before the horse, right? So, and then maybe it's because... The government doesn't know where to put the pressure on, right? You can put the pressure on consumers. You can go, no more gas engine cars. You're fucked. You can't buy one in 10 years. Uh, and then they go, hey, listen, um, uh, car companies, you have to start doing electric cars because um, we're not going to have gas engine cars in 10 years. Right. We don't care what you say. But now they're putting the pressure on you. Can, you can get a small list of car companies and you can go after them. Who do you go after when you say uh, infrastructure? Right, right because right. Ford so, doesn't want to build it. Edison's yeah. not going to fucking build it, you know, No, they're they BWP. make all the
0: decrees, <laughs> but then there's their part of the bargain that they don't want to hold up. Yeah. All right, you're driving the uh, new Acura Integra? Yeah, Acura Integra. Yeah, we
1: we saw the the debut for this and uh this is not the Type S, but the Type S will be coming out soon. Um this is I got I got kind of mixed feelings on the Integra. First of all, it's a 6-speed manual. It's a four-door hatchback 6-speed manual. It's fun. I like the idea of that. Is it all wheel, front wheel? It's not all wheel drive. Rear wheel? No, it's front wheel. Oh wheel. This is um based on the Honda Civic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I I feel like Acura for a while has been sort of falling into this weird category of car. Mm-hmm. Uh the Honda Civic is a good car. Mm-hmm. Acura is a good car, but when you get into it, you don't feel like you're in a luxury car. Maybe we're mm-hmm. just calling it premium. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the category, mm-hmm. right? But it it's not Lexus, it's not Audi. It's like I'm not I'm not sure where it's going. So mm-hmm. I you step up the extra dollars to get the Acura and you get nice ergonomics and the infotainment system works and the 6-speed manual is good and the one I'm driving has the active suspension and that feels good. Everything's good, but not everything is great. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's down on power. I mean, it it's it doesn't quite have the sporty fun factor that you want with the six speed manual because you have a you have a two hundred horsepower
0: one point five liter four cylinder. Must be turbocharged. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean Honda did this a few years back when they came out with their Civic R, or whatever the repop of the first gen something, and it was kind of down on power and a little lackluster. And Honda had their what the hell was the Honda with the clear window in the hatch? This like it was like the Honda.
1: Oh yeah, um, I forgot what that,
0: the name. Which of that one was that one? Honda? I don't know nineties. Honda Chris uh, Sport Coupe or something. Yeah,
1: like a Prelude. No, no it wasn't the prelude. a Prelude. The prelude didn't have the glass. Yeah. And that was a cool-looking car. It was like a
0: Civic R. Yeah. Or, or, oh, God knows. I can't remember. It, it was a cool piece. Yeah. It was a fun little zesty piece. I'm down on power and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But then they kind of reimagined it about 10 years ago, and it was – down on power again. So
1: we got a Civic, we got a Civic Type R, and the newest version. No, not
0: the S2000. Chris, come on now. Don't be insulting.
1: <laughs> the S2000 is cool. But. Sport Coupe Honda 2000. It says year.
0: Sport. It that a Sport Coupe. Oh, the CRX. Yeah. The CRX. CRX, yeah, they call the two thousand a sport coupe.
1: I, I googled that, and yeah. So that's, that's the first. That's thing that weird. Came what, what was CRX? the CRX? It's yeah. the one that looks like the penny racer toy. Like you put the big penny in the back and it would spin around and do circles. Remember those? Yeah, toys? it had.
0: It was. I I think that car got like fifty miles to the gallon too. Like it was. It was crazy. But it, and,
1: it, and they were modified a lot. Like yes. you always see the you know people getting like the anodized control arms or something in yeah, the back. Yeah. You see it. They show it off, but. I, I mean, I, kind, I i like what Honda is doing. I like the Honda cars. I just think there needs to be more separation now between Acura and Honda. Mm-hmm. And as a, for lack of better term, let's say premium, not necessarily luxury. Uh, even in the power, you can you can you can be like, all right, well, it's a luxury car or a premium car. Uh, but a few things, just like too much road noise. I'm like, no, oh, it's it's just too loud. I just hear too, you know, like it's just not quite there. It doesn't feel as solid. The doors don't feel as as solid when they close. Like it doesn't have the luxury or the premium feel to it. So, you know, but we've been seeing a lot of manufacturers that share platforms really start to have a, a sort of a visual and Departure, you know the difference between a, you know a Ford Explorer uh, and uh, and a Lincoln Navigator or Lincoln Aviator or something, mm-hmm. and and Cadillac and GM and and uh, you know and then the Volkswagen platforms that we have like the the Porsche Cayenne and the Audi and they they share these platforms are like they they, they seem and very different, right? Um, and yeah, 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 uh, yeah, well. you're right. But where's this feels a little old school, like ford and mercury you know mm-hmm. um, right
0: right uh crx chris that's the crx that's, i think is it. Yeah, yeah that's the car yeah so they had one from the early 90s i think late 80s early 90s and then they re imagined it in you know 2011 or or something
1: yeah did they call it the crx again i guess i can't yeah. this thing was wildly popular recall. this is a yeah. cool little car like yeah. in the day this was a cool little car yeah. So I, everything about the Acura Integra is is good. I just kind of wish it was a little better. I think Acura can make a play to to, to upscale Acura more into that market and and go after a little bit more of that Lexus Genesis.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, the leaps and bounds Genesis has made to, yes. to, to be separate from Hyundai and Kia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and I think people would pay for that. You know, I mean. I've got an Acura Integra. It's the 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 A spec, the active suspension, the technology package. It's got everything on it, and it's thirty seven thousand dollars. And mm-hmm. that's that's at the high end of what this is.
0: So, mm. and
1: I'm thinking, like, who's
0: Chris has a called the CRX of the early. Sorry, through the eighties and early nineties, then changed the name to CRX Del Sol. No, that, but, no, then, no then that's it, the then Honda. Then Del the Del model
1: changed to the CRX Del Sol. They took it. They took it off. Yeah, that's yeah, not what we're talking Del Sol. about. No, there's a
0: modern day. There's one from like 2010. Or yeah, or it might something. even
1: still be in the lineup at Honda. I just don't remember what it's called. I'm seeing,
0: I'm seeing CRZ. Then Could yeah, maybe CRZ. that's what they renamed it. CRZ. Yeah. 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 Del, Man, Sol. Makes sense. Del Sol. Remember the Del Sol? It's a chi- it's a chickier it's a way chickier car than a Miata. Yeah. People talk yes. about the Miata as yeah. the chick or gay car. Del Sol. Much gayer.
1: <laughs> gayer than a Miata. Yeah,
0: there's the Del Sol, the little Targa. Is, yes. that, is that yeah, that's the yeah. Del Sol. I knew a girl who drove one of those. Yeah. She was gay. She oh no, did. wait. I think uh, it was white. Yeah, they. I guess the CRZ is what they CRZ. is what they ended up with in oh so, nine.
1: Anyway, the point about the Accura, it's it's good, and like the Accura to me is like who buys it, and it's it's you know it's the the young real estate agent that doesn't want to show up on a you know and wants something a little bit nicer than their Honda Civic. But you have to show up to show a house or something, and they're like, oh, it's the new Acura. It looks good. So I like the Acura. But when you get in it, it just feels a little too close to the Honda side of
0: things. Mm -hmm. 2011 to 2016 is the CRZ. And I I remember people anticipating it and it just being a little gutless and lackluster. And I think – you know, I I think – if you ever repop something or reimagine something that has a lot of nostalgia and love for it, I uh, don't come out and make it uh, underpowered because it's the first thing people glom onto. It's like, ugh, I was anticipating this, but you know, zero to 60 and yeah, 7.4, right. ugh. you know, like don't do it. Like I, but they do it now for me. It's the front wheel drive. I'm a rear wheel drive guy. If that car was a manual six speed. Provided first gear was forward. It is it, it is and uh, it was rear wheel drive. Then you take your one point five turbocharged four banger and you flash it and you put some sort of uh, cat back exhaust on it or some sort of throttle body or whatever you do and you bump the thing up to two hundred and sixty three horsepower. And now you got rear wheel drive, six speed, two hundred and fifty plus horsepower up front and you're you're yeah. good to go. All right. Uh, What are the plugs there, Max Pata? You can uh, check out San Diego. I'm going to be October 28th and 29th at Mike Drop Comedy, doing four shows out there, podcasts, live stand-up as well. Vegas, Wise Guys Comedy Club, coming up November 2nd, and uh, St. Louis, and Tucson, and Tempe. Just go to AdamCroll.com for uh, all the live shows and, uh, check and vegas out. is during sema too so yeah oh. Oh, SEMA SEMA week so oh uh, yeah i'm out uh
1: chris and i'll be at sema doing uh, a few interviews getting some sema content from there and um yeah i guess we'll see you at your show as well
0: so uh, what are your plugs uh motorator
1: uh yeah just uh my social media follow
0: me at motorator so, till next time, Adam Corolla for Matt, the Motorator, is saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If
1: you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital Production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit Carcastshow.com
0: Do you own do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. you know it's easy bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. All this month, celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with Pluto TV. Watch movies with the biggest stars like Eugenio Derbez in No Eres Tu, Soy Yo and Luis Gerardo Méndez in Camino a Marte. Plus, Pluto TV has thousands more movies and TV shows and over 45 channels in Spanish, all for free. So download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming today. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.